Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, thank you very much, Gary. Appreciate it. It is 8.35. Brand new month, the first day of December. And thank goodness it's a Friday, 2023. I'm John Reed, and we're glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. And I'm hoping to see a lot of you up here at the Trump Winery because we've been broadcasting from the beautiful tasting room, which is a relatively new building. I'm trying to remember what year this this place opened. They moved the the tasting room up to the top of this hill, and it has the most spectacular view of the trees. Uh, surrounding Charlottesville. I mean, really, the sunrise a little bit ago, I just posted some pictures from the uh, the sun coming up this morning here at the Trump Winery outside of Charlottesville. So you can join us um, for this special Read on the Road broadcast from the Trump Winery. At about 11 o'clock, they open the doors, and then we'll be with the main um, guy who oversees the vines and produces the wine here. Uh, he's going to walk us through the, the top producing wines uh, that the Trump Winery is putting out this year. So you'll get to taste those. It's $50. And I, you know, last time we did the show up here, I walked out having finished the program, and there were 50 people standing at the door waiting to come in. So I hope you'll join us here at the Trump Winery. And a special treat this morning, we get to talk to the guy who runs the place, who owns the place, uh, who is the son of the former president, Eric Trump. And he is with us this morning to to talk about the Trump winery and its success. Eric, thanks for coming on. Hey, good morning, John. You're one of those beautiful places on, on planet Earth. It's, um, it's literally one of my favorite places in the world. I'm, I'm jealous right now. It is, it is a beautiful view, and I appreciate everybody on the staff here has been terrific, which yeah, I would thanks. expect. I've, I've had the privilege of going to a number of Trump properties, and every single one of them is top-notch. Everything's clean. Everybody's nice. It's not political it's friendly welcoming to everybody how did you all wind up investigating uh, a, a winery as a property and then settle on this great spot yeah well you know the, the house was owned by john kluge john patricia kluge they're one of the wealthiest families in the world and you know it was having some serious problems there was a big bankruptcy and we saw the house and we we fell in love uh, you know my father's always been great with unbelievable estates and great real estate and he saw the house and he knew the taste of, of john and you know, sure enough i was on a plane about you know 30 minutes later and went down took a look at it and you know kind of the rest is history all of a sudden we were in the wine business but you know we've grown into the largest vineyard uh, east of the mississippi um we win absolutely everything our sparklings we just won san francisco and 
it's kind of funny because obviously being on one side of the political spectrum, you win, um, you know, gold medal out of 900 champagnes and sparkling wines in San Francisco, people's heads, um, you know, at least a portion wow. of their heads explode, but we, uh, we've won every single award. We've, uh, we, we've taken every single trophy. We've invested just tens and tens and tens of millions of dollars into, into obviously Virginia and what we're doing there. And we're creating some of the best wines anywhere on the planet. And, um, I, we really, I think have been at the tip of the tip of the spear of putting Virginia, you know, center, um, you know, as, as one of the great wine producing regions, um, anywhere on earth, anywhere in the world. I mean, we're, we're beating France, we're beating California, we're beating Oregon and, and Washington. I mean, we're, we're beating these States. Virginia is doing it. And, uh, we've proven that it can be done. And we're, um, we're doing some awesome things on the property. And, and aside from that, it's one of the most spectacular hotels and just properties and views, as you just said, that you'll, you'll ever see in your life. Yeah. Um, you know, 30 years ago when people were talking about Virginia wines, they said, oh, they're so good, and people rolled their eyes. It does seem like something has happened to up the game here. What would you identify? Is it bringing in the right horticulturists, <laughs> it's, uh, the, the, the right people to fine-tune the actual distillation of the wine, what what would you identify? Sure. I, I think it's a lot of investment. It's a lot of you know focus. Um, Virginia happens to be on the exact same parallel as France. People don't. A lot of people don't realize that's one of the reasons you make some. Of, you know, we make some of the best sparklings um, anywhere on, on on earth, and, and and again are beating you know France in many categories. You know, in that regard. But you know, it, it takes investment. It takes you know extreme passion. And and we went in there, and we had one goal. And, and and John, you know this. You've stayed at so many of our properties, but you know we always have one goal, which is to be the absolute best. You know, the, be the best hotel in in the city. That'd be the best you know golf property in, in in a country or in the world. And that's what we wanted. We we saw this piece of land. We said we want to be the best vineyard um, anywhere in the United States. And um, you know, uh, certainly, um, you know, we're we're. We're uh, we're leading the charge on the East Coast. There's no question about that. We've done great things, and and you mentioned tasting room before. I mean, it's people absolutely love it. They sit out on these Adirondack chairs overlooking the Blue Ridge Mountains, overlooking um, you know thousands of acres we we own out there, and it's um, uh, it's truly just one of the great kind of comfortable spots. But the food is amazing, the wine's amazing, the views are amazing, and um, you know people have really just come to love it. Yeah, the last time we were out here, and 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 I got a chance to meet meet you. I brought a Democrat friend of mine, and I said I'm going to take you to Charlottesville. Of course, they think Charlottesville is the People's Republic of Charlottesville, so they thought they were safe, and they were really mad with me about bringing them to the Trump Winery. And at the end of the evening, though, they said I got to I got to acknowledge Eric was super nice, and the place is perfection. So do you think that the politics uh, has spoiled some of this, or do you find running this operation that people are able to, to put politics aside and acknowledge what a, what a great property it is and what a great product you're putting out? Well, it'd be my hope that uh, that they obviously could, right? I mean, we we cater to as many Democrats at our properties as probably Republicans, and you know, obviously, we have a connotation because of my father and and, and what he believes in, what he stands for, and frankly, what 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 our family stands for um, on one side. But at the same time, I mean, we are deeply committed to running you know the best properties on earth, and that's what we do. And uh, I don't, I hope your friend left there thinking that I didn't have horns coming out of the top of my head, John. That's, uh, <laughs> that's certainly my intent, but. Uh, no, it's um, listen. We cater to everyone in our properties, and um, we love everybody. And and, and frankly, um, you know, hopefully, we can show them you know what we're about, and, and and frankly, our philosophy for this country, which is you know making the country great again. We we took a property that was totally defunct, that was going into bankruptcy, that wasn't producing 
um, hardly any wine. Uh, it was in deep financial problems. They had banks all over them. Um, you know, they, they weren't a great symbol of, of Virginia, and we turned that around over the course of a couple of years. And, you know, where we've, you know, as I just said before, you know, we're, we're probably the leading wine producer on the East Coast of the United States right now and producing some of the best wines anywhere on earth. Um, you know, and, and it took vision, it took dedication, it took a hell of a lot of hard work and, um, and a lot of love and a lot of passion and, you know, family involvement. And I think that's a great recipe for the United States of America. And I hope, um, you know, I hope we could see the same thing for, for our country on a much, uh, much larger scale. Yeah. Before I let you go, and I appreciate you joining us this morning, how are you and your family doing? I, I, I got to tell you, as an observer, I'm a partisan observer, but as an observer, it just makes me sick to see uh, what you're going through. And I think a lot of it is really unfair. You know, John, I'll never forget when I was right there next to my father when Hillary called to concede that night. And 12 minutes later, the Washington Post did an article, which is this is when it was entitled. This is when the impeachment of Donald Trump began. This is what they wanted to do the entire time. They didn't even give the guy a shot. I mean, he'd won. He'd won the election. She conceded 12 minutes later. An article comes out that, you know, this is when, you know, we start going after Trump and we start going after him viciously. You know, I, I was the guy that got the Russia phone calls, which is, you know, Trump's colluding with Russia with secret servers in the basement of Trump Tower, which was totally nonsense, which was a made up lie, it was paid for by other candidates. I mean, unfortunately, we're numb to it. Um, we're numb to it. And when you're leading in the polls, you know, my father is at 60, 68 percent yesterday against a Republican primary. He's beating Joe Biden in every single poll right now. Um, they are petrified. What do they do? They weaponize government. They come after him, they come after my father. They come after um, uh, they come after every single one of us. I mean, it's it's they're, they're relentless. They will stop at nothing. They would love to imprison him. And listen, it's deeply dangerous, um, you know, because you better believe that there are people on the other side who would do the exact same thing back to them, which is scary. It's it's not who we should be as a country. Um, we should not weaponize government. Um, we should not go after our political adversaries. Um, and again, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's gross, but it doesn't matter. We're going to win. Um, he's doing great. I'm proud of him. He's the greatest father in the world. He's a remarkable, remarkable man. He needed this job like a hole in the head, and he does it out of pure passion. Um, but I love him to death. I'm proud of him, and I will be by his side uh, every step of the way. Yeah. Well, you're a great leader, too, and I appreciate you opening the Trump winery to us. Eric Trump, who manages and owns this property and has really uh, turned it around. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having us. Uh, Thanks, Sean. All right. We appreciate the chance to talk to Eric Trump, and I hope you will join us here at the Trump Winery this afternoon. The doors open at 11, and then at 12 o'clock we're going to have the uh, tasting of the Trump wine. And bring your Democrat friends. See, I think this... relationships are formed over wine we can change some opinions over wine or at least you know calm down some of the hostility maybe am i just being hopeful here <laughs> I, think, I think it'll be a very successful day it's 8:45 on this friday morning we're back with more in a moment on news radio wrva we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.